Uh, welcome to Dueling Podcast or Dueling Monkeys Podcast. Uh, podcast Good about start. nothing. Yeah, <laughs> restart. <laughs> I'm here with your uh, host Steve. I'm not 100 percent with it apparently, and I'm Tom. And Trevor will probably not be joining us today. He has some monkey more family business. stuff. More family monkey business going on. Mister Popular. Yeah, and this week. Uh, we are going to try and do some entertainment stuff that probably everybody else has already gone over, but stuff that we've just come across and found interesting. Not to cut you off, but I feel like that's what our trend was going to be is like the first pod of the month will be the first. So every first Monday we'll have an entertainment based podcast. Yeah, just everything like books, um, games, movies, music, just everything that we've kind of found throughout the um, throughout the last little bit. Yeah, without like the last month or two. Yeah. So, I even we do have a a poll open up on the group page, so go vote what you want to hear. So far, Utah. Talks about Utah's winning. That'll probably be our next podcast. So we'll try to get it. I don't know, maybe history, vacation spots, interesting things, whatever. We'll find some Utah-based stuff, and uh, if that's end up being the one winning, but yeah, and we'll we'll keep uh, doing some more polls to keep everybody active with us. And Here's then stuff I, you want to hear about, so. And then um, I am planning to start doing a YouTube channel, and I'll have more information about that a little bit later of our previous podcast with just some random drawing of something that pops out in that podcast. And uh, once I start doing that, I'll have more information on that. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, we'll keep you updated on that. And then so, we are we're getting close to getting some merch out there. So I've got a couple hoodies and t-shirts on the way. And Steve has got some starting of some stickers. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, just hang in with us and we'll start getting some cool things going and pass it out. But today we're going to, so entertainment based, I th- Today we're going to talk about, yeah, like we said, kind of newer stuff. So I feel like it doesn't have to be like brand, brand new. It could be I, new, new for whoever you know, whoever's given the the topic or you know talking about it. Yeah, I, I feel like new to us. So, like, I guess I'll start. One of the new things for me is Fight Club. I never ever watched Fight Club till like a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Really? That, that, that surprises crazy now, the hell out of me. What's that? I said that surprises the hell out of me. I, I, I figured you'd, we would have liked Fight Club a long time ago. You know, I, so I'm weird with movies. I have to be, like, I really have to want to see it. And if I don't, ha- like, have the big desire to see it, I 
more than likely won't until later it's been out a little bit or whatever. This one has just been years, but I noticed it up on a streaming service. And one morning I was like, well, I guess I'll watch that today. I haven't watched that before. (laughs) Just just a little background to it. So me and a dude at the meatpacking plant, we, uh, he does a thing where at least once a week he tries, I think once or twice a week he tries to watch a new movie or show that he's not seen before. So I thought that uh-huh. was a cool idea. So typically now on my weekend mornings, I try to find some shows that I've have not seen or that look interesting or have had like a question about it and I watch it and fight club was one of them. And what was the verdict? I thought it was a good show. I, uh, on a, my honest opinion, I don't understand all the hype behind it. And maybe that's because I'm seeing it years later. But, like, I'll go watch it again. I thought it was a very well-made show. It was done very well. I really liked it. Um, Brad Pitt's really good in it. Not a big Edward Norton fan, but he went through it really well. Um if I rated it out of 10, I'd probably give it like a seven and a half between seven and a half and eight. Mm. Like I said, it was good. I didn't understand the hype behind behind it, but I do. Cause you know, the time it came out was I met at that time I was like, that's probably a big deal. This was probably amazing back then, but yeah, well, when it came out, it was like revolutionary and like the twist aspect. Yeah. Um, did you know that throughout it, uh, how he was talking about how he, um, snippets of porn throughout children's movies. Um, so there's actual snippets of porn throughout the movie. I didn't notice that. Yeah. So it's like less than a split second. And uh, if you watch it again, I don't know if you're going to, but you can actually see Tyler Durden flash in the background in certain areas, and he slowly gets closer and closer. That's funny. Now, now, now you got me wanting to pay more attention. Yeah, it, <laughs> there, there was just a lot of like nuances that people like, oh my god, I didn't notice this until I watched it for the hundredth time. Yeah, isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. So it's like the Tropic Thunder. That's one of my favorite comedies ever. And it it never clicked in my head till like maybe earlier last year when I watched it. Because those who have seen it, um, Robert Downey Jr., his character undergoes a, a controversial skin pigmentation to play the troop's only black character. But they have a black character in the troop. Uh-huh. And I was like, how come I did not make that connection before? That's so funny. But <laughs> I was like, he didn't need to do that because there's, you know, he other guy right there. He could have done it just fine, but yeah, yeah, just but me up. Over the top. Yeah. Didn't pay attention well, to it before, but Yeah, that's pretty interesting shit. Um, I've been trying to catch up on Willow because you said it was really good. And it's super slow going, dude. Yeah, the I've I've only I'm not gonna lie, I've only seen three episodes. 
I got to Mad Mardigan's um, tower. Yeah, I'm not sure what episode that is. Oh, sorry, not Mad Mad Mardigan's, but um, Mad Mardigan. They they talk about him, and it's uh, I can't remember his name, but he says he's Mad Mardigan, but he's not. But oh, he says Rex, it. Rex it Rex. Yeah, Rex it. he's in the cage, and that's yeah. as, far, as far as I've gotten. He's I, the Mad. Oh, that's like see, that's like episode two. Well, and well, what what's when they get go to the the Mad Queen's tower? Is that farther in? Yeah, so they apparently they just slated to do season two of it. Mm. They got enough response and enough good report of it. They're doing the second season. Well, I love Willow, but like it, it kind of follows the same directorial path as the movie, where it was super slow, super slow, super slow, and then it starts picking up. I feel like that's how the beginning is of everything. Like I don't know. New, I, I, newer I shows like start off slow, and then they pick up. And then you're like, where did the rest of it go? I want more. And it come next season. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I felt like The Witcher, when they started it, it was pretty fast. Yeah. But but then with the, the time switching kind of confused a lot of people. I didn't realize there was a time until like the sixth episode. I'm like, oh, that's what they're doing. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Willow... The- I know a lot of people are uh, upset by it, but I just take it as because it's if I remember it's set 20 years from when um, it all happened. Yeah, it happened. So 20 years later, there's a ton of stuff that happens in 20 years. Everybody start looking back 20 years ago from where you're currently at. So to me, I was just finishing high school. So there is a ton of stuff that's happened between then and my, you know, my current, current age, like technology, everything is just blown up and things are so different. Uh, That's kind of how I took Willow is it's a 20 year transition. Of course, everything's going to be different. It's going to look different. It's going to look not what you're used to because, you know, things advance. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's a lot of parts of it that I really like, but there's parts of it that I'm like, wow, move the hell along. <laughs> yeah, it drags a little bit in the first couple, but it slowly, it, it picks up a bit. Yeah. There's some cool battles I've seen. Um, I like the, I, I, I can't remember the guy's name, but the, the main, like, pr- protector with the, the really thick sword. In the new one? Yeah. Yeah, it's like Raxus or something like that. Yeah. But I, I like him. I like how like kind of crazy he is because he's been locked away for forever. Yeah, he's like Mad Mardigan style. That's how Mad Mardigan was. Mm-hmm. As soon as but... I saw him in there, I was like, that's the Mad Mardigan of the show. That's him I... right there. He's going to be my favorite. I, I kind of feel bad, though, because Val Kilmer wasn't able to do it because he has I don't I forgot what he has but he can't really speak at all. Yeah, like he's on his deathbed. He's really yeah. sick. Well, he's been on his deathbed for a while. Yeah, it's so I briefly read about it. It's like slowly like he could heal he can heal from it, but it's going to take a lot. 
And I think at his age, it's probably more likely just going to take him. Yeah. I know um, in one of the episodes, they mention him and mention that he's off on like a excursion or something like that to help expand the realm or whatever, make, you know, allies or something. I can't remember exactly, but. Yeah, I just, I kind of remember he was looking for an artifact. Yeah, they said he, yeah, that's probably what it was. He's off on a mission. There you go, that's the word, a mission. Yeah, to help, to help protect his family. Yeah, so if Val Kilmer dies in real life, they'll probably say he just died on the, died on it and probably make a episode or two out of it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did uh, the CGI like they did when uh, Paul Walker died. Oh, yeah, he's... Oh, that was supposed to be his brother. Yeah. But apparently they're making another Fast and the Furious, and they're just going to use Paul Walker's brother. That's weird. That's what I said. I'm like, um... I feel like you guys should have still stopped at five, but that this, this is just going to make it weirder unless they introduce him as Brian's brother. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll just have to see when it comes out. Like his brother found out what's going on and showed up, and I guess takes over the role. Sleeps with his brother's wife and takes over his his family. No. Yeah, that was keeping it in the family. Yeah, that's what Fast and Furious 11, keep it in the family. <laughs> family love. <laughs> <laughs> that's the parody. <laughs> so another show that I saw, I started watching a few like horror shows. I found one that I liked the idea of it, but I didn't like how they did it. And it was called mm-hmm. Death Note. Really? I, I like that one. So, see, I liked it, but I also felt like it was too much Final Destination style. Well, from what I understand, that's how... Because it was a, it's an anime before it was a show. Yeah, I didn't watch the anime. I watched the movie itself. Yeah, the live action. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. I really like how they used William Dafoe as the... I can't remember his name, but the... The guy that follows the Death Note. The killer? Yeah. Spiky-headed dude? Yeah, I can't remember his name. But apparently it was actually pretty close to the anime, but I'm not 100% sure. So, like, I liked it, but like I said, I felt like it was too much Final Destination. I felt like they should have kept the, the Death Note guy hidden in the background more. Like, maybe just see a smile. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to watch the anime to try and compare, see how well they did. Ryuk or Ryuk, however you pronounce it. Yeah. So like he he looked really cool. I'm not gonna lie, he was really cool looking, but I felt like he should have stayed hidden more. Now that's where I have a problem with like Jeepers Creepers. Uh huh. Is because they show the the monster or whatever way too often and it's like there's no suspense and there's like no thrill to it yeah 
It's well, like I mean, a... if you get a creepy enough monster, you don't really want to see it. Yeah. I, I, I can agree with that. But, I also heard well, the anime is a lot better than the live action anyway. Probably. Usually the source materials are. Yeah. No. Well, I, you know, with the horror movies, I wish Trevor was here to, so I could make fun of him for it. But what I hate the most is that the suspense, it's super high, super high, super high. And then they finally reveal the monster and you're like, oh, that's what we've been afraid of. Well, that, that's wimpy. And that's why they just need to show like glimpses. Like I, that's, that's how it was for me with it. I yeah. really, I bear, I watched it for the first time last year, a few months ago too. So the newer updated version, not the original. Mm-hmm. So I felt like they did that one. I really liked that one until the end. And just kind of ruined it for me. Like I felt like they showed Pennywise just enough to keep you like, oh, he is kind of creepy. He is kind of weird. He is, kind of, you know, I can understand why they're afraid of this thing. Yeah. And, uh, but right there at the end where he grew all his teeth out and grew all weird and all that, I was like, yeah. Nah, I'm done now. That 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 ruined it for me. Yeah. But yeah, that one that one kept me in it. I didn't think I was gonna like that one very much. But that actually ended up being one of my more favorite ones. Mm. Yeah. Um... I heard the second one was pretty awful. So I probably won't uh... watch the second one, but. So it just didn't follow too like as closely as the previous one to the book. Yeah, but um, from my understanding, the guy that played it stayed in character around all the people all the time. It's like something like Jared Leto does or a uh, uh, Walking Phoenix. Yeah, so he actually uh, does the eye thing. He can do that by himself without CGI. Oh, that's cool. And he would do it, like, all the kids were, like, legitimately actually afraid of him. Uh, That that adds more uh, creep factor to it. Uh That's cool, though. You and Trevor are more into the horror scene. Like, I'm barely in it, but... I I just... I I want a good horror. Like, most everything is just super predictable. Yeah, but I don't know. There's, That's uh, why I really liked. Uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, Get Out or I think it was Get Out. It's uh, about the familiar. white white Southern family um, brainwashing um, African American. Like they they reel them in and then they swap their souls with them. Somehow. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, but they use like hypnosis and all the other stuff. Um, one of the ones that I actually thought was pretty good was like hide- voodoo. Yeah, it, like some sort of voodoo and stuff like that, but hide and seek. I've heard of that one. I haven't watched it. I, I think it was hide and seek, but other the name of it. But yeah, it was actually really good. Is that on like Netflix? 
Um, I'm not 100% sure. I don't think so. It's, I'm sure it's on one of the streaming services. Everything is at this point. Yeah, I write that one down and put it on something new to watch. Yeah, it's not so much like more horror. It's more like gore and like... It's like a slasher. Yeah, more more slasher. There's not a lot of jump scares or anything like that. There are like some like what the hell moments. Yeah, like who's thinking that stuff? Well, it's more like, wow, this family can really do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just I wrote that one down. I'll have to go check that one out. Yeah, it just made me think of Hasbro because like the, the beginning the beginning premise of it is that uh so they just get married and so they all have to like go to this box and this box tells them to play a game and their whole family is like super super rich from the from the games they've made mm-hmm. and um and like oh you could play checkers you could play chess you could play a bunch of different stuff and um but if you have hide and seek you have to hide while the entire family sacrifices you because they've made a deal with the devil oh it's like uh I don't know how I, what I'd relate that to. That's it's like a demon possession game. Yeah, just it's it's so he requires blood and sacrifice to keep these people wealthy. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, I thought it was kind of new, kind of interesting, but it, it was actually really good, and I it was one of the ones that I could actually switch my brain off. That that's uh just lost my train of thought there, but yeah, I like shows like that where you can just invest in it and not have to pay attention to much. Yeah, that's why I hated turtles so much, and you know how much I love turtles, but the Michael Bay turtles just ruined it. See, I, I like like the action in those. I loved them. The action was fine, but the story was non-existent. Uh, yeah, you've read a lot of the comics though, so you're more comics. Well, yeah, too. yeah, but like anything else, there's a universe, and I can get into whoever's universe is telling the story. But look at your story. Like, I I don't know if I've told you this, but in the first one, they're like, oh, well, April, whoa, a- April's dad dies from shredder or baxter or a, or a lab fire what is that yeah i don't know that those to me were the action were the best part of it yeah it's just it's not a thinking movie it's it's like transformers it's just effects 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 i don't care about story just give me more effects yeah but that the New Transformers coming out. That's apparently not a Michael Bay one. Yeah, and I'm super excited about it. Yeah, so is my son. He loves he loves Transformers. So me and my, what me and my wife do is we try to once a month when, when we can fit it in is uh, we just kind of break off and like so this last month me and my son went out to the jazz game last night 
is just a father son thing and that and then you know mama daughter whatever they want to do at home or whatever they want to go yeah but she's daughter's young enough she's not going to realize she's going out and having all that fun yet but oh yeah but she will yeah do you have but, the the opposite where you have father daughter die yep so the so it's every other month it's like uh, february was for me and my son march will be for my wife and my son nice and then me and my daughter so it's just t- kind of getting alone time for each parent. And I told my son there's new Transformers coming out and there's a Gorilla Optimus Prime in it. And he's like, there's a Gorilla one? Dad, we have to go see it. And he's like, it doesn't come out till June, but we can go see it. And he goes, I'm just so excited. <laughs> His yeah, expre- expressions are to die for, man. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's a smart kid, and he'll he'll spout out something really smart, but at the same time, it's really funny. And you're like, "Man, where are you learning this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you learn that from yeah. me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so um, yeah, we're excited to go see that one. Yeah, that is one. I've been watching a lot of the trailers. I'm excited to see the new Shazam. I haven't seen the old one, and I've wanted to, but just never sat to do it. Since you're not a big DC fan, I I feel like you would like Shazam because it's not a typical DC film. Well, I know I know Shazam. Like I've looked into it. I've been trying to get into DC. Uh, slowly, I've gotten into more like Joker. Joker. That's about it right now. But yeah, the Batman. Like getting into the Batman's a little bit more and. I'm just super, my little brother's going to hate me for this, but I'm really not a Superman fan. I really think he is way too overpowered and he just can't lose. And there's something about that that just bothers me. That's why most people don't like him. Um, Honestly, Superman is my least favorite. The only person that's kind of got me into liking Superman Superman was when Henry Cavill played him. Yeah, he did pretty good. Other than that, I could care two shits about Superman. Yeah, I'm not... Well, he's not relatable. Yeah, he's just too overpowered. He beats everybody up. He can't die. He always has a one-up on everything. Like, even, even the strongest in the Marvel world can lose. Mm-hmm. Like to me, Thor is probably the strongest because everybody else in Marvel Land is superhuman strength. Thor's the only one with god strength. No. Yeah. So to me, at the same time, it's like, would you rather have superhumans or god strength? And even Thor with god strength still loses. He can still lose. No. Yeah. And that's that's what I like is that I like the fact that somebody can still lose but then come back better. No. You like the comeback? Well, it's like you said, it makes it more relatable. Mm-hmm. Because how many times in life does do people just coast through life and win at everything? Yeah. It, it It's not... I'm not going to say there's not somebody out there that hasn't wanted everything in life. I'm not, because if I say that, there's going to be the one person that comes out, yeah, I've never had one bad thing happen in my life, whatever. You know? <laughs> 
Yeah, but I don't feel like you learn or grow with that. Yeah, I agree with that, too. That's why when they wrote the comic book, The Death of Superman, I was really excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Superman died. I'm going to read it. And then somebody spoiled the ending for me. Oh, he just slowed his heartbeat down to one beat a year so he could heal. I was like, screw that crap. I ain't reading it. Yeah. Like, well, it. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, why didn't he do that beforehand? Or like what like my whole thing is like where'd he learn these powers? He's the only Kryptonian left. Yeah, besides, and he, he, besides Zod and his crew. Where did he learn how to do this? Yeah, and it it's like let's just give him a new power. Let's write a new series, give him a new power. Yeah. Anyway, I guess enough Superman bashing, but um, I'm a I'm a Batman fan because he's the supposedly the world's greatest detective, and that's his superpower is his mind. Mm-hmm. And he's just a billionaire, so he gets gadgets. But like, take all that away, he'd still be the greatest detective. Yeah, that's the same. I guess you could go the same premise with Iron Man. You take all yeah. his goodies away, he's still super smart and still can create it. Yeah, so that that's basically like their like crossover Batman and Iron Man are pretty much equal. Yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, trying to find the crossover for all of them, but sometimes it's kind of hard, but yeah. um, I'm excited for the Deadpool Wolverine movie. I am too. I just wish like I know they're not going to show anything for a while. But I really just want to kind of see what the storyline is. I don't think it comes out till next year, does it? No, I don't think so. It comes out in 2024 is when I thought it was rele- they're going to release it. Yeah, well, I, just, I think it's interesting and it's funny that the Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds are hyping it up and just acting like they're room- roomies in a house. Yeah, they're like, well, I've heard they're friends, but... They're friends with funny rivals <clears throat> because they both have a um, a alcohol company. Yeah. I think one of them's gin and one of them's vodka, and I th- like they give reviews on each other's stuff. And Hugh Jackman's like, "Yeah, it's it's actually not bad." And Ryan Reynolds is like, "This is shit." And, <laughs> I can <clears throat> see him doing that. But yeah, they just go back and forth. He's one of he's one of my favorite comedians, like for funny shows. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. Ryan Reynolds. <clears throat> so you got any new things you've seen? Um, or listen to? So mine's more into like books and comics. Um, there's a new one I found. It's called a new comic. It's called Unnatural. It seems okay, but. I don't know if it's it's kind of like a more risque um, saga. I don't know if you've got into saga at all. Uh-uh. Well, I, I know Trevor has, but it's it's like a universal Romeo and Juliet, and this is more of like earthen bound. Okay. Where, but each of the characters are different species, like pigs wolves um rats and stuff like that and they're talking about you can only 
be with a pig can only be with a pig a wolf can only be with a wolf and stuff like that and it's more like somebody supernaturally they're falling in love because they've done it in the past i don't i haven't got too far into it but it seems interesting so far you can't fight love regardless of who who you're attracted to kind of thing yeah but it, it was like a, a weird dystopian thing like um trying to think what the movie is with uh, Christian Bale Equilibrium I think it is yeah I haven't seen that one where they take the um, medicine that's another one that you should put on your list if you can find it that one, that one took took me a really long time to watch because everyone the same thing it was super hyped up and it was like eh, I'll watch it when I watch it yeah that's that's me when somebody hypes up stuff so much that I just go yeah I don't care. I don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to see it anymore. Well, most of the time, I'll I'll wait till it's free because, like that, if I'm not like you said, if I'm not super invested in it, I'm not gonna go pay money for it. I'm already paying money for Netflix, Hulu, all the stupid streaming services. I'm gonna use them. Like the new typical American. <laughs> well, I mean that's kind of all the streaming what they well, yeah, that's what they force you to do. I mean, but they've done this in the past where you paid for channels, paid for channels, paid for channels. Then it was yeah, cable. Oh, yeah. And now we, we've gone backwards in time to now we're doing streaming services and there's nothing on cable. I have cable, but it's just basic. It's just for yeah. basic things, but I'm about ready to get rid of mine because like that. We switch everything. It's to YouTube, to Netflix, anything that my kid wants to watch, she wants to binge watch it. And so what better way to find all of the seasons out there than either YouTube or Netflix? Because Amazon Prime and Hulu and now there's HBO. Yeah. There's YouTube TV. Yeah, so might as well use that and not have to fight with it and not fight technology. Pay a couple extra dollars, not get ads. Yeah. Well, honestly, what I've been fighting with recently with, because I haven't been able to watch much because I've been trying to figure out my damn 3d printer. (laughs) That's, that's taken up like 90% of my time right now is just trying to get a good print and not being a dungeon master. Uh, that one I'm getting on my head, so I've kind of put it on the back burner for now. Well, you wrote <clears> out <throat> a few scenarios. Well, so <clears throat> my my party didn't get through the last dungeon all the way before we ended up quitting because, like, each session takes about four hours. Jeez. Yeah. So I, <clears throat> and everybody's got to work the next day and stuff like that. So. They only got halfway through through the dungeon, so I'm like, okay, well, this is perfect time. I've got another like two or three weeks that I'm I'm ahead, and I've drawn out a couple random maps. But yeah, right now I'm like, I want to fi- because the whole reason I'm doing the 3D printing is so I can print out the people's characters for their 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 minis. Oh, got it. And I'm just having a hell of a time doing it. 
So I put on harder than it seems. Yeah, I put on my old faithful Supernatural in the background. That's one I still haven't watched yet. I don't know if you would like it or not, honestly. I I think you would find it too repetitive. That's okay. One of my favorite, probably my favorite series is uh, that 70s show, and it gets pretty repetitive on some stuff. I think most TV series do, but I mean, I don't, I mean, it's all about, like, the first couple episodes or seasons were pretty decent. Just because they went through all, like, folklore. They did the Hookman. They did uh, Bloody Mary. They did all, like, the, the urban legends. But once they got through all that stuff, it was basically demons, ghosts, and random stuff. And they brought out random-ass monsters. Huh? And one season's good. One season's a man. One season's good. <clears throat> so it kind of flip-flops a lot. That's probably not on a streaming service, is it? Yeah, it's on Netflix. They have all 15 seasons. 15? Holy crap. Yep. I think I think that's one that my brother-in-law liked. I can't remember. I know there was one series he really liked. I think that was it. I can't remember, but... Yeah, you know, like I say, if you start it, you just got to push through. So speaking... Speaking of that 70s show, they came out with that 90s show. Yeah, I saw that. It's so funny. It's not Is as it? funny as the 70s show. I know I know that 90s show is getting a lot of hate because, it, again, it, it's not the original. But it's not the original. It's the freaking 90s. Of course, it's going to be different. But Yeah, my whole thing was weird. Show, well, I laugh because a lot of the stuff they do is like, I know friends who did that. I've done that. It's almost like nostalgia. It's like reminiscing, going back and, oh, I remember doing this growing up. I remember saying those things. Oh, I remember those shows they're watching. Yeah. The the only thing that bothered me about how it looked, because I was kind of looking into watching it, was the mom and dad. They look the same? Yeah. (laughs) That's what cracks me up. So you want to know what's really funny? You Have you watched any of that 70s show? Yeah. So you know how Red has that green chair up in his living room and they have that weird, I think it's a floral, really like lightish floral print, print couch? Yeah. That's now in the basement. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, why does that chair look familiar? It's like, that's Red's old chair. <laughs> that's funny. And they slightly updated their stuff up in their living room, but <clears throat> but yeah, it's like grandma and grandpa trying to live a quiet life, and it gets wrecked by the neighbor. And then, uh, uh, I, I like how it has all the original cast members in it. They bring them all in at different times. That's funny. So it's funny because Eric marries Donna. If that's any shocker to anybody. Yeah. And their their daughter dates Kelso and Jackie's daughter son. Mm. <laughs> He's every bit as stupid as his dad, and it's hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. But he, he doesn't overdo it. That's the thing. This guy does a Kelso very good. <laughs> this, this young kid, it's like, that's, like you're, that's exactly like your dad. That's yeah. so funny. Mini me. Yeah. 
That's like my son. He's my mini me. But oh yeah, yeah he, it, he definitely is. That show I think is definitely worth watching. It's kind of a turn your brain off one too. Just because you're gonna start remembering it. Like they they go over stuff and say stuff. And you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen that or heard that since the nineties. Yep. It's a good show to like remember. That's funny. We have to I'll check it out. See what I think. Don't go on the premise that it's supposed to be like that seventies show. They have hints of that seventies show in it. <laughs> But it's kind of its own little style being in the 90s and stuff. But I wasn't a big fan of the that 70s show. It was nice like when nothing else was on. Oh, that's one of my favorites ever. Mm. I don't know. I saw, my, I saw my, anything I like find that. Out. What's that? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. You, could, you were so upset when you couldn't find it. Yeah, it's not on streaming. It used to be on streaming services. It used to be on Hulu. It was on Netflix. And then I go to watch it and like, gosh, dang it. Of course I can't watch it. The time mm-hmm. I want to go and binge it and watch it, I can't. Yeah, the only one that I was like kind of like that in that genre was The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, that one I couldn't get much into until recently, like the last couple of years, but that one's funny too. Yeah, but I mean, I guess the, my one of the series I've been watching is that a coworker got me into was... Uh, it's called Critical Role. Okay. And it's on YouTube. But they're four-hour episodes, and it's just... Um, it's basically just watching guys play D&D, but they're um, voice actors in L.A., and they travel over like they're famous ones for doing some really, really interesting games. Like, um, I don't know if you know who Ashley Johnson is. Uh-uh. Um, did you ever watch watch What Women Want with Mel Gibson? No, I didn't. Well, anyway, it was his, his daughter in that. Uh, she played her. Um, she did a series, I can't remember, uh, Blind Spot. I think it was. I've never. Not either. <laughs> um, but she she was the, the voice of Ellie in The Last of Us. I didn't play that game either. Um, yeah, but they have a whole bunch of different different characters. I think they have. I'm, seven. I'm ruining it for you, aren't I? <laughs> no, no, it's all good. I'm just trying to have something to relate, so you knew who where it was. Um, but they they all voice like really really high end voice actors, and so they play out the characters that they're playing. They're D and D characters. Uh-huh. And they actually do the stuff that their characters would do. Like one of the guys in the first um, season or um, campaign, his name's Travis Willingham. Uh-huh. And he's like, I figure out the puzzle, but my character wouldn't know because he's a moron. <laughs> so I can't say anything. I- but it's good. But like the the first campaign was 136 episodes i think and each one of them was about four to five hours long okay and i'm on the you gotta second... be dedicated then yeah the second campaign i think i'm like on episode 90 or something i'm Holy trying to keep, keep keep up because they're still doing it they've been doing That's it a for lot like... of hours yeah it is but i mean you gotta do something at work right well i work at work i 
meat's got to get cut sometime. Yeah, well, you can also. They also do the podcast if you because they describe most of it, and if you have a good imagination, you can listen to it that way. Yeah. Speaking but, of podcasts, uh, so one podcast I found that was new, new for me, but it's been around for a little bit was uh, Logan Paul's uh, podcast. I think I mentioned it before, but it's called Impulsive. Uh-huh. That one's pretty interesting. He he interviews some pretty interesting people on there. Got some fun stories and things like that. It's it's kind of like a Joe Rogan, but yeah, Logan Paul instead. Just yeah, well, interview interview based podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I've kind of avoided anything with him and his brother's name on it. Why? Just because of like their their controversy shit, like know. with the the suicide forest and stuff like that. Just, I don't feel like, in my opinion, I feel like they're super fucking immature. They've grown up a lot. Since yeah, that, well, I mean, since the forest, the the forest, they've like I had a hard, just like you, I've had a hard time with them. But there's been a few things I kind of cracked on it, and I, so I was like, I'll give it, I'll give it a try, and I ended up liking. His, I can't sit and listen to every episode on these podcasts. I'm not big into the interview podcasts, but yeah. depending who he's interviewing. I, I like it. Like, he did a Dane Cook one that was really good. He did one with his boss for the WWE that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember who he just interviewed. It's supposed to come out this week or next or something, or it just barely came out. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're all really good. Like, the Dane Cook one was interesting because I found out how he got into the business, um, what he did, and... Like, I was listening to that, and I was like, we could try to relate that to being, you know, into the podcast life, but, mm-hmm. um, and then how, his, I guess, one of his brothers stole $15 million from him, and he put him in Man. jail for it, and that, and he's had a pretty uh, interesting life. Some spots were really screwed up, and some were pretty interesting, old Dane Cook. Yeah. And it's pretty crazy what people go through. It, it, the the shitty part about like being in the entertainment business, you don't there's you can't really trust anybody. Uh-huh. Which is kind of scary. You gotta get down like to the raw of it. You gotta get mm-hmm. them like raw emotion. That's how you're gonna get the real them. Yeah. Well, I try honestly I try and avoid like the interviews and stuff like that because there's been a few of them that I've watched that actually made me not like the people anymore. Like I was watching an interview with Jim Carrey and he just seemed very bitter and like he was better than everybody else. Oh yeah. He's changed so much from like his Ace Ventura days to now. Yeah. He, his, I remember seeing interviews with him when he was barely coming out and newer and all that. And he's changed a lot. Yeah, just fame, and that goes to people's head. Or maybe so just, just since he's seen, and it, since he's been famous, maybe yeah. he's well, seen some well, things then, that have freaked him out, or something. I don't know. I don't know what's that, but 
I don't know, but you also have the other on the other opposite, where you like li- watch and listen to these people, and you're like, I really like you. I didn't like you beginning, but I really like you. Like, um, trying to think of his name, yeah. um, big black bodybuilder dude, uh, bald, and he, he he dances really well. Uh, and... I think I know who you're talking about. I can't get, I can't put a name on him. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm a big ass. A big ass robot, and he's huge. Yeah, and the more I know I, who you're talking about, but I can't think of his name. Yeah, it was in the longest yard, white chicks. Um, oh, I really can't remember his name. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I broke did your, I broke did your, your toy. <laughs> that guy. Oh, no, no, no. That, that's a different one. But he he's funny too. Um, I saw an interview with him as well, and he was he was really down to earth and really cool as well. Oh, Terry Crews, is that who you're thinking? Terry of? Terry Crews, yes, Terry Crews. That's who I I'm talking about. I know he was about. a bodybuilder. Yeah, so he did bodybuilding for a while. Um, I know but he, he got in stuff because it's obvious. But yeah, well, it's from he said that he had a really hard childhood, and he. Uh, he was tired of his dad or whoever stepdad or beating him all the time. So he started lifting he got bigger and he, and he fought back and he's like, I will never be a victim again. And just some of the like inspirational stuff that's come out of him is just crazy. Yeah. He's, he, a cool, like, he's a cool guy. Yeah. But I mean, hopefully he stays that way, but there's a lot of people that are just kind of crazy. I mean, like look at Robin Williams and a lot of his stuff. He's always been an oddball, and that never changed. But and he was he was hiding depression though. But well, he had depression, and then he had like um, he got diagnosed with like a really bad disease, and that's kind of when everything went further downhill to his uh-huh. suicide. So a dude like Terry Crews that you're talking about that you gain more respect for is for me is Shaq. Yes, I, I've always liked Shaq. I'm not well. I've been like I've been more into the NBA and stuff. And at the time, I was like a Kings fan, and he was always beating up on my team, and he just kind of had that attitude. But then you see all the humanitarian stuff he he does, and the things he does through his life, and how he helps other people. It, it just amazes me. Mm-hmm. So I watched a thing where he was playing. They they talked to him and they interviewed him. Think it? Oh, I think that was the yeah. It was Shaq. Um, that was on the Logan Paul one. They were interviewing Shaq. I think that one's coming out here, or it just came out. I just saw it advertised. Mm. And he's like, "Dude, you don't dress like you're a celebrity at all." And he goes, "I hate the c word. I hate that c word." He's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Celebrity. I hate it." He's like, "People with celebrities. He's, he's like, it changes you, and it changes who you are." He's like, you didn't see me come in here with security. You didn't see me come in here with an entourage. I came in here just by myself looking the way I am, and it looks like he's wearing pajamas. Yeah. And he's like, I came in just me. This is me. This is who I am. And he's like, and he's like, well, how did you get this, like, kind of get this mentality? And Shaq's like, you know, one day we were playing, uh, we had a game against the New York Knicks, and I had a really bad game. And I remember riding with my dad and he goes, was he getting in your head? Was that hard for you? And he's like, yeah, it was like, that was a struggle. And, 
And he goes, well, let me show you something. He goes, my dad, he taught me a really good lesson that day. He goes, you drove down into the, oh, you were under a lot of pressure. That was the word he used. He's like, a lot of pressure. And you're like, yeah, I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get past their center. His name's Patrick Ewing. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I couldn't get back. I couldn't get by him. I struck, you know, a lot of pressure. I couldn't handle it. And so he goes, let me show you. And his dad took him down just like the, I'm just going to say ghetto. He took him down like the ghetto, a, a ghetto neighborhood. And he sees like, see that guy right there. And he pointed at a, he goes, I, he pointed at a guy that had two kids with him and he barely had clothes on. Looked like he hadn't eaten a few meals. And he goes, get in that guy's shoes and see what pressure he's under the pressure he has to go to work and get a job to make sure his kids are fed the pressure to make sure their kid, his kids have uh, you know, shelter or his kids have clothes. Imagine the pressure that man's going under. Does that compare to your pressure? And he's, he's like, I just looked at my dad and was like, no, not, no, not at all. Yeah. My dad taught me a very important lesson at that time. And he's like, I've taken it. He's like, I've been granted and a lot of things a lot of people don't have in their life. He's like, I've got money. I've got this. <clears throat> and he's like, I never take it for granted. And I like watching his stuff because there was one video I just saw of his where he went. And uh, he went and helped out a kid. He was like 14 and he had like a size 20 shoe, 19 Damn. or 20. And the mom was struggling. I don't know how he found him. Like, they could have just sent him a letter and he showed up. I don't know. But he found this kid and he went and bought him $1,500 in shoes. He got like he got like 10 pairs of shoes. And he's like, only $1,500? Are you sure you don't need more shoes for that growing foot? The kid just kind of chuckles. And the mom is just sitting there like, we're so grateful. Thank you so much. And, like, he just randomly went out and helped some – well, it appeared as random. Like I said, I don't know if uh, the lady created a – you know, sent a letter to him or not. But yeah, he, he just goes out and helps somebody in need. Like, I saw him go out to the projects and play basketball with kids. And he goes, hey, you guys, just wait a minute. And he, he walks over and talks to, like, his producer. Of, it was, like, for a show. But he, he's like, just wait, just, hold, you know, hold recording for a minute. And he goes around and talks to the producer, you know, his money man or what his banker or whatever. And he's like, hey, what can we do about getting all these kids new shoes and new basketball gear and stuff? And he's like, you could do it. You can do it. So he went over and got all the kids in the neighborhood shoe size. They called up Nike and Nike brought all over all those shoes for all those kids. He got brand new hoops for the neighborhood, brand new basketballs. For that neighborhood, he just showed up to play basketball with these kids and then decided he's going to buy them all new shoes and new hoops and basketballs and stuff. But no, I mean, really that's good always... dude. Yeah. Well, and then there's plenty of people that are out there like, oh, he's doing that for publicity. Who bless you. Who gives a shit? The person that just got the basketball gear and the, sh- the shoes and stuff like that, they're not caring whether or not it's publicity. They just met an idol. Yeah, they're they're thrilled that they're getting something that they probably never would have had. Yeah. And that alone is worth something. I mean, I think another one, like I, I feel does really well, not quite that extent, but he's, he still helps quite a bit is Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah. He's and a how, cool guy. And how he stayed, um, more on the, 
respectful, not like, oh, I'm I'm important. I'm a celebrity. The humble I mean, side. He, yeah, he he's taken cuts so that other actors could come in on movies. I mean, he he rides the subway. He every time he sees somebody that needs help, he's like, here, here's a couple thousand dollars, and blah blah blah. Here you go. And like, I've never heard anything uh, negative about Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he's he's a cool dude. The more I hear about him, the more I'm finding out. Like what you just said. Yeah, and I, I like uh, so he bought a motorcycle company just because he loves motorcycles. And I was watching some of his uh, like interviews and stuff like that, and they were they were pretty cool. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm just kind of simple. I just like to go around the track and just go vroom vroom." <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, he's just sim- simple. Enjoys the simple things in life. Yeah, that, that's a cool dude. So, you got any more uh, entertainment shit? Well, maybe next time we could, one time we could do books. I think next week's looking like Utah-based stuff. And maybe we can go over books, because I've been into books lately. I've been listening to those at work. And you said you're into books and comic books. We can, I guess, do a, like a book discussion or something in a few weeks. Book club. Yeah, book club. <laughs> one, one more thing, though, like, because I just barely watched it. So Black Widow, have you ever seen that one? No, I don't really want to. I didn't either. And then just for some reason, one morning, I was, I, I was like, I'm just going to get out of the way and watch it. Yeah. So I, I watched it. Um. The cutscene is very. I'm not gonna spoiler alert it for people that haven't seen it, or whatever. But the cutscene at the end is very intriguing. My favorite part is uh, Scarlett Johansson or Black Widow's sister. I felt like she did the better part of the the show. I felt like she was more immersed in it. Than yeah. everybody else was like, I felt like she did a better job. Don't don't ask me the name. I can't Romanoff is the last name. I guess I can't remember her first name, but yeah. Well, I just the reason I haven't watched it is because of Scarlett Johansson and her attitude towards it. Yeah. So I feel she like needed one. Well, it wasn't so much that as like. Well, I guess it is because it's just like she. I deserve this. This is my and like it was just super, like the really negative aspect of being a celebrity. Yeah, I wish yeah. they would have done something like, especially how they've talked about it, um, between her and Hawkeye. Like, um, oh dang it, now I'm drawing a blank on it. That you and I remember this so much more different. Do you remember that? Where they're talking about it and they're remembering memories a lot more different. It's going to bother me. I can't remember now. Um, like one of the Avenger ones or what? Yeah, they're fighting and uh, Budapest. Remember Budapest. You and I remember Budapest a lot different. Oh, yeah. Very differently. Yeah. I wish they would have done something more Budapest style with those two in it. Kind of like, uh, like oh, some of their old school shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this one was like between Avengers. What really bothered me was the Taskmaster. 
Like, I really like the Taskmaster and the premise of him, but they didn't, they, so Taskmaster, like, I'm not saying anything that's negative or rude, but in the comics, he's a dude, and they cast it as a female. Like, with yeah. the times, I get it, That that's fine. I'm fine by that, but at least get his superpowers and his, and the, the you know, Taskmaster's characteristics down, because they really dumbed him down quite a, dumbed the character down quite a bit really because the taskmaster was like a hardcore villain but not, he wasn't not even a villain he was more like an anti-hero but yeah like anything you did he instant knew how to do it like an instant master of that form whatever you were using yeah he was one upping you while you were fighting yeah he from like, like they like, have a version of that in um um dc and batman fights him and gets his ass whooped over and over and over again so he instead of having to worry about martial status martial arts and stuff like that he has to use his brain more and he barely 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 beat their taskmaster what's his name Uh, i want to say it's taskmaster as well it's either that, that or Azrael. Azrael, I like that name. But for the Black Widow, the movie, I hate. I didn't like the mask either because he has a skull mask. This one was like a robotic, fake-looking skull mask, and they they showed that that's the reason why Taskmaster could do what Taskmaster did was because the goggles on the mask was analyzing it for. Her the character instead no. of him doing it on his own no that's that's dumb that just yeah like that sounds like they really dumbed down that character yeah because like taskmaster based on he the only thing i found out he can't do is mimic superpowers so the only way yeah. to really beat taskmaster is to overpower him yeah so like if he's fighting the hulk he could learn the hulk style and counter everything the Hulk does and be in, you know, on spot, you know, spar with him perfectly until the Hulk just decides to Hulk smash and just crush him. Yeah. Or same with Thor with his hammer, you know, whatever. But the only thing he can't mimic is a superpower, but he can mimic everything else about a character. Yeah. And learn it just as quick, if not one up you even faster. Yeah, it was, it's pretty crazy. The action scenes in it were really cool. But my Did highlight, they... which wasn't even the biggest highlight, was uh, Black Widow's sister. Yeah. And the best the best part of it was the cut scene at the end. I have to see it. The, um... Just because of what it alludes to. Did they at least use the Taskmaster's correct colors? The gray and the orange? And the blue? The, the, so the I gray don't... is more silver. Um, he has some orange, but not a lot, and some blue. Because from what I remember, it was just gr- like a couple shades of gray and orange, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think his I think his cape had blue in it. Because I had a mm. I had an action figure that was the Taskmaster. His it shield was more orange and like grayish with a little bit of blue on it, but. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd have to go back and and see one of my drawings for it because I I I mean I loved drawing the Taskmaster, I loved the mask. It was great. Yeah, the mask. The mask. That's what made me upset. One of the ways that made me upset with it was because the mask was so off. Yeah, well, that's I'm kind of worried uh, of the to round out everything with entertainment is the thought of doing Spawn again. I think in the right hands it would do well. So I think in the right hands it would do well. Because I feel yeah. like right now Marvel needs to take a dive and stop. Let it simmer. And then now that they've newly acquired like all of Sony's portion, so like the X-Men and that, they needed to start going into the X-Men yeah well i get something I feel, fresh i feel yeah but the x-men's not fresh i mean how many x-men's they've had out there but like everyone was pissed off at the first couple ones because it didn't follow the storyline because it wasn't put in the right hands <laughs> yeah but i don't know we'll see as time progresses i saw a funny funny little clip that said things that ruined superman and it this goes against what you said. Henry Cavill was one. Another character was one. And then it said James Gunn at the end and had a picture of James Gunn. <laughs> mm. That just goes along with you just need the right person to do it. Yeah, I like that. The only reason I liked Henry Cavill is because he made him less... He made him more relatable. Less super? Because, yeah, because he was like, oh, I have relationship issues. Oh, like that. Mediocre I man. Yeah, I care about my family. I care like <laughs> it. It was less, less crazy, but like and oh, then average the, man. There we go, average man. Average man that can the, fly. Um, <laughs> Shoot I did, Yeah, but I did like when he came out on the. The only thing I liked about the Dawn of Justice when they did like the future looking, and he was the. Like the super, the basically Hitler of the world, because somebody killed, uh, Joker killed uh, Lois Lane. Oh, uh, you've told me about that. I want to. I that's one I want to look into. So he goes nuts, and he just goes like, "I don't want anybody hurt ever again," and blah blah blah, and creates a huge like army of, and turns the sun red, and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's really crazy. I feel like Superman's a better fucking villain than he is a superhero. That's why they have Bizarro Superman. Bizarro's just fucking weird. He's just Bizarro. (laughs) Well, and they, uh, I've told you about the the previous ones where they have different uh, variations of where he landed. Like if he landed in the Soviet Union. No, I haven't heard that. So those are pretty cool spinoffs. Basically, the, yeah, I forgot what he was called, but he has the hammer and sickle instead of the S. And basically, That's the Soviet Union wins because of him. That's interesting. Yeah, but there's a lot of different universes for DC, and they don't, they don't. Um, use any of the really interesting cool ones. 
She's the same old Superman every time. Yeah, and the the same Michael Keaton. I heard heard he's coming back for a Batman appearance. Yeah, for the Flash, because the Flash goes back in time so he can save the world. That that actually looks really good. Flash might be the reason I get really into DC. I'm the more I hear about it, the more I'm liking the Flash. Yeah, well, from what I understand, is like there's a lot of controversy in that just because of the actor. Yeah, because apparently he he smuggles underage women and tries to like sleep with them, but I don't know. Rethink, rethink Flash then, huh? Well, it is what it is. Like that, I feel like that's another problem about being a celebrity. Underage, underage is, it is what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, I would love to change change that where that shit didn't happen, but I don't have the power for that, do you? No. See, you mean it, what's done is done. <laughs> well, I, like that, I can't change it. I'd change it in a heartbeat if I could, but yeah. like that. I'm just I have no... I'm just pulling your leg. It's just funny. It just sounds I know. Funny. Well no that, I, I get it. I get what you're doing, but like that you know me, that that one itself is a sore subject just because our kids. Yeah. I I would I would torture and murder somebody if somebody had something happened to either of our kids, honestly. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm not sure what I would do, but it might not be good, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd be going to prison afterwards. You write it off as self-defense. Well, the, self-defense oh. of a self of a defenseless child. Yeah, no shit, right? On that, allow that, to ha- allow that to happen, or am I going to stop it? Like, I'm going to stop yeah. it. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd stop in a heartbeat if I could, but but that's that's a, that's that's a whole other thing. I feel like. Uh, Whole other topic, but I feel like a sex offender uh, should lose genitalia or something at least. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we could we could go on. Crimes and punishment should be another one if somebody wants to hear our screwed up punishments for certain things. Oh man, especially with Mister Horror Boy. I know he. I, I I don't know if he'd find creative ways or if he'd just be like, eh, whatever. Oh, there's my machete. Start hacking away. Uh huh. Tickle, tickle you with my razor knife fingers. Uh huh. <laughs> death, death by a thousand, thousand cuts. Yeah. Oh. All right, I'm good for this show. If you're. Yeah. So on that happy note, we just wanted to say on we love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining us on this podcast and this adventure. Um, we appreciate it. I know Steve and Trevor both do as well. Yeah, keep sharing it. it. makes us more excited to want to keep making more episodes. We're having yeah. fun doing it, but it makes it more exciting. And like Tom coined before, we're like a fine we're like we're like a fine wine. We're getting better with age. So I feel like our shows are getting better and better. So it is less less of really crappy grape juice and now it's turning into wine. Yeah. <laughs> make make you a little more tipsy when you hear us. Uh huh. Maybe that's a good. Maybe you should do that before you start listening to us. Maybe, maybe I. Maybe we need to do that before we start the episode. Yeah, I can't do that because I got to go to work. Take a shot.
do a show. Everybody thinks I'm drunk anyway, so. Just one. <laughs> That's everybody. Hmm. You hear that, little brother? You're everybody now. <laughs> You're my everything, and I've never met you. <laughs> all right, you guys all have a good night. And gals. Night. Oh, thank you.